0: And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode,
2: The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
0: in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It is the Michelob Ultra Studios, the Mungan St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan. Uh, Action Jackson is sitting in Doug's chair today. Doug is out today. Kenneth Iggy Strode is present. KG o Town is on the ones and twos. And the Plowhawk is out today. Hello again, everybody. And you are welcome to get involved on the program by texting in 314 881 TMA5. 314 881 TMA5. And you are welcome to call in to the show 636 9004 TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. The morning morning after at InsideSTL.com. I did a Gallup poll last night on the fan pin, and then we uh, sent it out via the TMA Twitter account and got two totally different responses on what the lead story of the three following options is. Uh, Jackson, have you seen the results?
3: Uh, I saw the results on the fan page. I have yet to see the results on Twitter.
0: All right, I'm going to start with the fan page then. On the fan page, I gave the voters, and you can join the TMA fan page on Facebook, uh, the three choices of the dogs improving to 3-0, and the Battle Hawks winning, and 38,000 people being at the Dome yesterday, and then Missouri and Illinois in the NCAA tournament. The results on the fan page, currently 382 votes. 90 people voted for the NCAA tournament, 78 voted for the Battlehawks, and 214 voted for the Dogs. How about that? Wow. That that honestly surprised me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that volume for the Dogs. But then on the Twitter tweets, the Battlehawks won with 37.2% of the votes. The dogs finished in second, and Missouri, in the NCAA tournament, finished third. Thirty-seven point two percent for the Battle Hawks, thirty-three point five for the dogs, and twenty-nine point three for Missouri NCAA tournament. That's out of one thousand three hundred thirty-seven votes. So a huge discrepancy, and I don't know why, but the Battle Hawks finished in last on the fan pin, uh, and finished in first on the Twitter tweets. Theories, nurse.
3: I wish i had one i'm trying to think i mean I, I feel like i've if you would have asked me before it i would have said dogs on both uh but i think Battlehawks would also be close um i don't know why the discrepancy would be so large between twitter and the fan page on the Battlehawks. that doesn't make much
0: sense i think a. you have a theory
2: well i was going to say i think maybe on the fan page they're kind of fed up with the uh we're a football town don't tell us we're not a football town Whereas on the Twitter tweets, they're all about, uh, told you we're a football town, take that, Cronky. So they would vote for the Battle Hawks and the fan page wouldn't.
0: I don't know. Either way, uh, three great choices without question. I actually think if I had to vote, I would say 38,000 people at the Dome for the Battle Hawks would be my pick. That would actually be where I would go. I, I don't think you can necessarily go wrong, but as far as what gives me the greatest short-term surprise because if you would have said back in november missouri would be a seventh seed in the ncaa tournament i would say well that's got to be it but as far as short term surprise to tune into that game yesterday and hear that atmosphere at the dome i just didn't see that coming i i i expected it after the first game that they would have a big crowd but as far as a month ago before the season started I thought that the Battlehawks would just kind of be a little side story. Expected the Dogs to be huge. Didn't expect it to be as great as it was the previous Saturday for their home opener. But the Battlehawks thing is a phenomenon. And I was watching that yesterday. It's also surprising to me that I spent my Sunday afternoon watching it. And Tom Hart, who is a University of Missouri guy and calls a lot of SEC games and Greg McElroy, who played at Alabama and calls a lot of college football games, they couldn't stop talking about the atmosphere there. Said it was like an SEC Saturday night game at the Dome. And uh, producer Joe was texting me, and and he went to the Dogs game as well, and he said the best way he could summarize what yesterday was at the Dome is it was just fun, period, just fun. And I think that's what it was about. Because what most people who had gone to that building experienced was certainly the opposite of fun with the Rams. And then secondarily, you were usually not in a spot where you could stand up and treat it like a football game. You had to be beholden to usually older people who would scream at you to sit down. And it looked like throughout the course of that game, people were standing up. And I would imagine most people in the building couldn't name more than five people on the field. But it was just an atmosphere of enjoying a football game. I think to
2: show you how much fun everybody had there is I only saw two people mention this. And I didn't see an outrage anywhere that they ran out of food before the half was over. And they ran out of beer in the third quarter. I only saw two people mention that, but I didn't see any outrage on it. So maybe nobody cared. That they, ran, they did run out of food? Two people said uh, they ran out of food before the half, and they ran out of beer in the third quarter. And I didn't see anything more. I didn't see anybody uh, raging about it. I mean, normally you would, but I guess they were having so much fun. It's just that, ah, we don't care. Yeah,
3: it looked, the atmosphere looked unbelievable on TV. It looked like people were going nuts, and everyone was standing the entire time and engaged. It was, everyone was wearing blue, like... It doesn't look like a team that just started a, you know, a few weeks ago, a few a month or so ago. It looks like a team that, you know, this is like a tradition in St. Louis, but it's, it's just that St. Louis supports sports. And was The Rock there? That.
0: No, The Rock was at the Academy Awards. Well, that's a shame.
3: Think you missed out?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about how great of an atmosphere it is, and they set a record, and St. Louis is great, and then you go to the Academy Awards? I mean...
0: This can't possibly be a serious take. Yeah, it is.
2: Why, why wouldn't he go? does not
0: he own this thing? Isn't he the commissioner of sure this thing? Call?
2: Jackson Jackson's
3: calling. I, I have the advantage of looking at the man right in his face.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: looking at him too. I watched the Academy Awards. I don't know who would want to go to it. Ladies and gentlemen, your Lady Gaga take is coming in at approximately 7:14. No
2: coming, no take. I mean, you knew who was going to win. I mean, it wasn't even a song. It's just chanting and dancing. There wasn't even any words to the song. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's awful. And why he would pass up something he owns and wants to support it to go? To, was he up for an award?
0: No. He's, he will never. I believe, if memory award. serves, he and the wonderful Emily Blunt uh, introduced the award for best animation, which of course went to Pinocchio. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you pass
0: up a league that you own to go give out
2: a cartoon award. Come on, man. <laughs>
3: I, don't, I don't know how to respond to
2: that.
0: This well, is a beautiful segue into a hijacking. Credit where credit is too. My man pulled the old bait and sweet, and he did it to perfection. That's from Brian Henshin. Game recognized game hoes dude too.
2: Well, there's no hijacking. There's two people missing, so somebody's got to talk today. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God. <laughs> Jackson and I have no idea how to do a show without you around, as opposed to the thing well, we I'm do saying. on 101 ESPN and on QFTA. Somehow my career has been able to survive without you. Well, it wasn't a show Jay Jr. was right, calling Iggy the name angry. That's from the 573. The Rock's Twitter account was highly active in promoting how impressive the Battlehawks' attendance was. That's from former fan page ro- moderator Neil Allen Craig Pawquette. Uh More blue yesterday than what you would see at a blues game. It was absurd. That's from the five seven three uh yeah i couldn't believe it i really couldn't believe it i I was looking at that yesterday and i and here's the other thing i don't know how it was how it was so loud and and by that i mean i know that there were people in there but that building being that loud i don't know when the last time for a professional football game it was that loud because i don't think it was happening in 2015 with the rams New and game. I think that the next time they have a home game, they're, that they'll open up more sections. The weird thing that you're going to have happen on Saturday is the dogs play and the Battle Hawks play.
3: Yeah, I, what, I know I know the dogs will be 7:30, but I wonder the Battle Hawks in the afternoon. Let's find out. I would have to think that the well, what hawks what
2: made it more loud. I mean, I wasn't there and I don't watch it what made it more loud because i mean even when the rams were sucking they were still drawing 35 40,000 where they just
0: yeah, but the atmosphere was so docile, yeah. you know, even and this was the thing that i would talk about when i first started doing radio in 2002. Now the team wasn't good in 2002, but you still were coming off of 99, 2000 and 2001 when they they were great that you would look down from the press box and you would sit in that press box too, Iggy. And you could see behind the visitor sideline. And even on third down, the fans would just be sitting there. And I remember saying to people, I'd be, Doug, actually, I was probably sitting next to you because it was the KMOV section of the press box. And I go, God, this is so weird because we would go on the road. And when you would go to other buildings, almost every other building, fans would at the very least stand on third down, if not stand throughout the whole course of the game. But in the dome, because they had to sell those PSLs, They were in a spot where whoever spent the money was going to get the seats, and oftentimes those were people who weren't necessarily football fans and were going to the game to be seen. And your harder core football fans were relegated to the upper bowl. And so what I think you saw yesterday was more of like a Buffalo Bills kind of atmosphere, which we saw in 2020, except it was, again, just like the dogs the week before, younger. And also people were just in a spot where they could have a good time and stand up and, and scream and not worry about an usher coming by and telling them that they got to sit down. And it's so it, it the people feed off of each other. I mean, this is back to back weekends of St. Louisans supporting something that if you were to put it and I'm talking about two different things, if you were to put it in the vast majority of large markets, it would be a blip. I mean, the XFL absolutely would be a blip. And the MLS is in many big markets, but it doesn't register like it has in St. Louis. And so I do think a part of this, especially with the Battle Hawks, as he made reference to, Higgy, uh, is about people wanting to show that St. Louis is full of great football fans. I thought that that would probably move on, both with time and the fact that Cronkie and the Rams won the Super Bowl in their own building, and you couldn't have a more... Uh, you know unfortunate from the st. Louis perspective perfect from the cronky perspective and the story but yet there it was Pictures of people lined up out the building to go into that thing yesterday and then standing up and I mean for real I've texted Tom Hart who I have a, a rapport with because I'd like to get him on the program because he was on the call they were in awe of that. Usually, I made reference to this last week. It's the St. Louis media who asks the players or the coaches how great the crowd was, and then the players and the coaches give the the soundbite to to jerk off the you know the market, and that that would happen in any market. I just think we do it a little bit more here. But Tom Hart and Greg McElroy, um, and uh, they had two different sideline reporters. Uh, kept asking the players about the atmosphere because I think they were stunned by it because they're, they're they're on the road. They're, I'm sure deep down, they're like, oh, God, we got to do the XFL, but it's part of our contract, and so we're going to go into these markets, and it's, it's minor league football. And so I think they were really stunned by it as well, and that's why they kept asking the players about it. I mean, Arlington was in a silent count.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's always great to see. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think what they're shocked about is that because none of these teams are around before their game. I mean, they're all practicing in one facility outside of their own state. So you don't get to get up close and personal with them. You know, people can't go to practice. You don't see them out and about. They're not having, you know, going to hospitals or having, you know, little get-togethers to meet the team. I mean, you don't see them. So I think that's what's shocking
0: about it, is that you don't even know I agree players. with it. I, I, I thought that that would be um, not necessarily a negative. Well, I guess, yeah, a negative. I just thought it would contribute to a, an apathetic, for lack of a better term, response to um, what would take place when they would come around. I just, I did not see this coming. I did see it coming once they played their first game, and they won, and there was a response to it. Um, but as far as like a month ago, before they had played a game, I was just like, yeah, this is going to be a nothing, and it's going to fade away. And I could not have been more wrong about what wound up happening with this. The atmosphere at the Dogs game, it being younger and energetic, I saw that coming, but I didn't see it coming to the extent that it was for their first home game. So both of these things, and I, and I don't throw this stuff around and, for, and I know a lot of people have listened to this show religiously for a number of years, so you would know that I'm not just saying this. Um, I don't throw this stuff around loosely because I, I'm just not, I don't know, it's just not the way that I am. I'm not interested in just, you know, orally servicing people uh, for the hell of it. If I'm going to orally service you, I'm going to mean it. I mean, I'm going to really dig in there. Uh, this is the kind of thing that people around the country would take notice of for real. Yeah. And, and 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 not not necessarily the dogs thing, although I do think that that is noticeable to have 38,000 people at an XFL game is something that people would take notice of. I'm not saying it stopped people in Los Angeles and New York in their tracks and they were all gathered around to watch minor league football, but if you are in sports business, I'm not saying that means, oh, the NFL goes, let's put an NFL team there. I'm not saying something along those lines, but you take notice of it. I think the fact that Barstool, if you like Barstool, don't like Barstool, whatever, doesn't matter, but you have to acknowledge Barstool has an audience, and that Barstool was tweeting about it, uh, the fact that 38,000 people were in, in an XFL game in St. Louis, that's significant. It, it, it makes people pay attention. Sometimes you're on the right side of it, sometimes you're on the wrong side of narratives, but in this case, St. Louis is on the right side of it, and justifiably so. I assure you, Stan Kroenke didn't lose sleep last night, might not even have been aware of it, couldn't care any less, even though there was a wonderful Kroenke Sucks chant going on. But as far as uh, the rest of sports, sports business, for those who were observing that yesterday, you couldn't help but notice that. And I think still, even though it's now been more than seven years since that vote, I think St. Louisans, and I get it. I totally get it, are still pissed off, not necessarily that they left, although I I understand some people just will be pissed that they left. I always said I get leaving. I totally get leaving. If I'm Stan Kroenke, I leave as well. He immediately doubled or more the value of his franchise, and he brought a franchise back that had heritage in that market. I get it, and he had the out. And also something that really rarely would get talked about in St. Louis is he was going to have to put in $400 million of his own money to build the stadium on the riverfront. Whereas he could own, which he wouldn't have owned, he could own the building in Los Angeles, which obviously isn't just going to house the Rams. It houses the Chargers and other events, national championship games and college football. So I understand all of that. The thing that pissed people off and will always be unforgivable is that he crapped on the city and the fans on his way out the door. And it was totally unnecessary. And I believe still that at the root of it, that is why you have thirty eight thousand people there. There are other reasons. People are into the team. The team is now three and one. And people love football, and that's a factor. And it's March and it's cold and, you know, dreary in St. Louis and there isn't a whole bunch going on. That contributes to it. But I think that atmosphere and still, there's a Cronky sucks chance. Seven years after the fact shows that people are absolutely motivated by it. And I don't expect the NFL to sit there and go, "Okay, let's let's give St. Louis a team." As I said earlier, but my God, if St. Louis somehow got a team, and even if you put it in that crappy ass building, which I can't imagine ever happening either, and you had the type of fans that show up for the Battle Hawks, you would have. One of the best atmospheres in the NFL, which sounds insane. That's a football atmosphere.
3: Yeah, you're 100% right. And I think another big thing, especially with the Battle Hawks this time around, and probably just kind of an XFL thing, is that's 38,000 Battle Hawks fans. Like when the Rams were playing there, it might have been 45,000, but a good chunk of that is the opposing team's fans. Whereas this was straight blue, man, all Battle Hawks fans. And you're right, Tim. Like, Imagine what it is right now for the XFL, which is a minor league football league. Imagine what that would be if an NFL team were to return here. It doesn't matter where they play. It would be an unbelievable atmosphere and packed to the gills every single time. Because St. Louis loves sports.
0: Uh, Tim, did you hear the Cronky sucks Chance It was awesome. Yes, I did. You could hear it on the uh, the telecast without question. Uh, the Dogs crowd is older than younger, but even the olds like me stood the entire game. That's from the 314. Well, here's what I'm saying with regard to, that, and I want to make this clear: uh, this isn't like an anti-old or anti-young. What I'm saying is, if you're watching a Cardinal game, and you know it's obviously difficult to find at times, but if you're watching a Cardinal game and they pan the crowd, in particular on a weeknight game, holy crap! I mean, it, it just couldn't be, it couldn't be more right. dead. It just, and it's got nothing to do with age it's just a totally different kind of atmosphere um and i realize there are 81 of those and if it's a weeknight it's a totally different set of circumstances but what i'm saying is more about energy and you can be in your 60s and have youthful energy what i experienced at both cardinal games and rams games and i don't know i didn't i haven't experienced it at blues games but uh is the sit down thing and again i want to make it clear standing up is not the sign of votes wonderful but when you're not fearful of being yelled at to sit down, as I'm sure many people in St. Louis have have experienced, um, it changes things and you can just be comfortable and enjoy yourself and have a good time. And I think that's what both of these things, the dogs and the battle hawks have shown over the last nine days. Your thoughts are welcome, 314-881-TMA5, 314-881-TMA5, that is how you can text in, to the program, and you can call in 636 9004 TMA and email in for our Design Air heating and cooling email of the day. Design Air is online at DesignAirService.com. Work with the great Seth Goldcamp and work with his wonderful staff at design air heating and cooling if you run into any furnace issues all you have to do is go to designairservice.com you click on the book now tab and they will work with you immediately it's design air heating and cooling designairservice.com what kind of forecast are we looking at
2: well it's kind of weird it's a little chilly today and then we're going to get up into the 50s and Close to sixty, and then we're back down in the thirties, and lows in the twenties, and highs in the forties. So it's kind of sounds like it's all over the place. Kind of a mishmash of uh, weather.
0: Let me see what I got here. Twenty nine right now. A little bit of rain. Winds up to twenty two miles an hour. Yeah, it's cold. Wow, that's rough. Uh, And then the hawk is up this weekend. Yeah, gonna. I see. I see lows in the twenty two. At twenty two next Sunday. Yeah,
2: lows in the twenties and thirties. Highs in the 60, 50, 40s.
0: Today's. Does this violate your winter is over proclamation?
2: No, I said it wouldn't be in the teens anymore, and we haven't had a day in the teens. 22 is in teens, so unless it falls further. If it falls in the teens, then I lose, but I I don't see it in the teens anymore. I mean, we're midway through March.
3: It's cold, though.
2: Well, yeah, but it's Fall? Fall. Fall. I said winter's over. Fall
3: time is here.
2: I said winter's over. Play the parents. I don't March. know what I, I. mean, maybe I'll come up with a new season. So yeah, I think it's
0: time uh, that we have a fifth season. Maybe this is Wall, winter and fall. Nice, John Wall. Uh, KG and O Town is running the ones and twos uh, today, and uh, KG and O Town. Do you recall? Because some people are texting in and saying that it wasn't the teens that it was the twenties, and I don't know if you did a, a TikTok. Uh, you are sitting right across from Miggy That was not the plan. You were going to be in the Horton Watkins studio right. where Jackson resides. And then Jackson would be running the board. But Doug uh, notified us about an hour ago that he would not be able to come in. The Plowhawk is vacationing in Eureka Springs. And so an audible was called. And now you are sitting on the ones and twos and staring right across at Ken Strode. How would you answer the question regarding the forecast of the 20s or the teens?
1: Well, I got to be honest, I... I uh, I do remember that day when he was talking about winter being over, and in all fairness, he did say teens. His proclamation. Wow, there it is. What a huge moment. 100%
3: said teens.
1: I, I'm not going to mischaracterize what he said. He said teens. It has not gotten there. It doesn't look like it will. He's been spot on so far.
0: Look at that. Yeah. Is this an olive branch?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I have I have nothing but olive branches to extend at the moment. I, if oh if he God. had said low 20s, I would call him on it. He said teens. He's been right so far.
2: Go pull it up, Swope. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Because I'm not going to do that because he's right. He said teens, so I'm not going to pull that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he uh, be- Beer Cats is on it, though, Iggy. And uh, he said he also said no more freezing temps, but I'm sure he misspoke, though. That's from Beer Cats.
2: No, I'm pretty sure I said no more frozen ice, no more snow, <laughs> no more teens. What's I that? mean, if I say it's We're not, not going to be the teens, well... I'm sure it's going to get below 32.
3: Yeah, he definitely said teens. But that you
2: won't
0: apologize for man. that comment either. Yes. Bearcats, would you like to apologize? Buck Swope, would you like to apologize? It's up to you.
3: Make your apology as uh, loud as the disrespect. Go. That's what I'm saying. These people are quick to say it, but they won't apologize quickly.
0: Uh, people have been texting in uh, about Field Yates, which is uh, something I've never said in the history of this radio program. Field Yates is an ESPN uh, host and uh, I went to Field Yates' Twitter feed as I don't get a chance to follow him as much as I'd like, and uh, he tweeted out: "The atmosphere has been electric. The city of St. Louis still deserves an NFL team. How about that? That's awesome.
3: That's awesome. Uh, it, uh, you know, it's great to hear, and it's like a, it's a great narrative and it plays really well in St. Louis. But you know, deserving an NFL team and the likelihood of ever getting one or two polar opposite things
2: yeah it's not happening so
3: but it's still cool to see that people are recognizing it from a national perspective barstool field yates whoever it is Uh, understanding that st louis fans aren't just you know a baseball town that they support the hell out of football soccer baseball hockey the whole nine yards is cool to see because you often get labeled a baseball town people don't really think about st louis sports in general so it is nice to see
2: here's a question for all the people that were chanting Crocky sucks and I get it, you can do what you want. I mean, it's been seven years. But if, if the, the Battlehawks start losing, and they lose like 38 to 6, and they lose three in a row, and they start drawing 7,000, are you no longer a football town?
0: Hold on a second. Ask the question again, sir.
2: I yeah, say this: they go on a losing streak, and they, they lose three a four in a row, and they're not scoring, and they're boring. And you get to the point midway through the season, your home game, you draw six, 7,000. Are you no longer a football town that you've been saying, we're a football town, we support our team? Is 7,000
0: supporting your team? 314-881-TMA5, your answer to that, or you can call in 636-9004-TMA. I don't know if necessarily people have been saying that St. Louis is a football town. I think it's been more of a rejection that it is a, a, a dying sports town that you can't have a successful NFL franchise in, which is what was said on the way out. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was within a week of the vote in the NHL, or NFL, excuse me, back uh, in, uh, in Houston in 2016. I'd be shocked if that thing had six or 7,000 fans. Shocked. And again, I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I just don't think most people care whether or not the team is good. I, I just don't think that that's a big factor in this. Perhaps I'm wrong. I just don't think it's a big factor. No, you're probably right. I don't, it's different
2: trying to win a Super
0: Bowl and winning the XFL. I mean, yeah, I don't think people care, to be honest with you. Uh, BeerCats is uh, here to answer your question. He says that question makes complete sense if you don't think about it. That's from BeerCats.
2: Well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I saw a lot of posts on Facebook and Twitter Take that crockey, who says we're not a we can't support a football team. we can't we can support a football team. We support a people thirty eight thousand we support football. So I'm saying if you would happen to have a losing streak and uh, this is no fun anymore and you draw six thousand, you're still a football you still support football? I mean, at what point do you do you not draw thirty eight thousand? What is the attendance to say I guess we don't we're not a football town. look, nobody's showing up. I mean that's my question.
0: All right. Uh, let's see if we can get answers to uh, that specific question. Uh, 314-881-TMA5. You can text in the answers for that question into the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox right now. The floor is yours. 314 881 tma T-M-A-5, engineer design facility, sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. If you have visibility to your company or place of business's commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com, and they will have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring, and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements in construction and security access and monitoring services. EDS fire division is now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all Commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. It's engineered design facilities online at edf rg.com. That's engineered designed facilities. Sponsor of our text inbox. All right, I will go into the text inbox and I will see what the people are saying because the texts are coming in fast and furious. This has nothing to do with wins and losses. Also, 6,000 is impossible as they have sold way more season tickets than that. That is from the 314. Oh, well, people may not show up. Uh, nobody can kill a good conversation better than Iggy. That is from Big Randy. Oh, uh, N- NFL. Go ahead. It was a question. I mean, I'm not killing anything.
3: It's <laughs> a question.
0: I, I hope they draw forty thousand
2: every game. I'm just I'm asking the question: What would happen if? Because I do get a little tired of the people that just keep bringing up Cronky. Yeah. Who said we can't support football? Look at this Cronky. I mean, my God, you think he cares?
3: But I think people are just looking for something to do. And that's say, well, fine. So I don't think that, that situation would ever, even if they were bad, same thing with the dogs. I think people are more, way more interested in the atmosphere and hanging out and having fun than they are the product on the field. I could be wrong about that, but that's how I feel like it is. I feel season ticket holders bought season tickets to go, regardless if the team's good or bad.
2: If yeah, the, I agree with that Gives them something to do.
3: If I the mean, Blues were more of a contender right now,
1: would that have affected what the dogs and what the battlehawks have going on?
0: Yes, I think that that is a factor in this. I think the way things have broken has been about as perfect as it could be for both the dogs and the Battlehawks. I do think that that matters, and and that's why I think it's relevant to have the conversation that you have next weekend. Both on Saturday night, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's the Battlehawks. at six, right? Yeah, and at the six. dogs at, at dogs are at eight thirty, correct? Seven thirty. 7.30. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's quite a situation. Yeah, for real. Aren't the Blues I mean, still it drawing 18,000, though?
1: They were as of a week and a half ago. I don't know what the last couple have been like.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking, even though they suck this year, I mean, people are still going
0: to the Blues games. Sure, they are. And that, that's that been going on here for the last uh, few weeks, even after they traded uh, Tarasenko and O'Reilly. And then we saw Barbashev make his return last night with uh, the Golden Knights. But if you have, and I can't imagine it, but God, I couldn't have imagined this in the first place. If you have, with both teams playing, no more than a couple of miles apart from each other, uh, and and they have an atmosphere like that at the Dome for the Battle Hawks, and an atmosphere like they had for the first time around with the Dogs, that is going to be, <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, I don't know. But at this point, I can't rule anything out. Right
3: right i would think that uh the battle hawks would suffer a little bit more but i don't i, I don't know I, I don't know i think people who were there at the battle hawks game yesterday are instantly hooked and will be there again on saturday and i'm not sure if the audience is the exact same for both but i think they're pretty similar i would have to think i don't know if either will suffer I think it'll. i think I think it'll just be a great night in St. Louis,
0: I hope. See, I'm just, I, I don't know. I mean, and then also there is a chance, and I don't know what time they would play, Missouri, uh, which at some point, I mean, who would have thought? Here we are at eight, uh, 739, and we haven't even talked about the NCAA tournament, and Jackson is in, you know, is in the studio. Yep. So this is this is, this has to be incredibly, t- you're like edging in there today.
3: Yeah, 25th uh, birthday th- as well, so I'm just, I'm itching. It, well, What's that? My 25th birthday as
0: well, so I'm itching. Oh, it, it's Jackson's birthday. Holy crap. I thought the Plowhawk was today and you were tomorrow. No, other
3: way around. Plowsy's tomorrow, I'm today.
2: Oh, at least you didn't promote it last week.
3: <laughs> it's so, my birthday today. Happy birthday to <laughs> you, buddy.
2: <everybody. laughs> that
0: off. Happy
2: Thanks. birthday to you, buddy. Thanks, bro.
0: <laughs> it. Happy birthday. 25 bills.
3: 25 bills. Yep. And all I want for my birthday is, is the Nets. Just give me the Nets, baby.
0: Happy birthday. You want Thursday. the Nets... Look at that! There's Mike Lee right yeah, there on the Mike line D. for you. Um, but what I was about to say is Missouri could be playing at that time on Saturday. Okay. I mean, they, they are in Sacramento, yeah. So you know it's not going to be the early game that uh, that starts everything off in the uh, the to go to the Sweet 16. That's not going to happen. So. I am anxious to see what winds up happening if that were to take place. Missouri, for the record, a two-point underdog against Utah State, uh, even though Utah State is a ten seed. Uh, three of the four teams, actually, who are seven seeds, are underdogs. Fun facts for no one to tell: the one team that has Jackson in an uproar, Michigan State, being a seven seed. Uh, Jackson, would you like to just spout off a take real quick?
3: Yeah, a team with nineteen—they don't have twenty wins—and they're a seven seed. Their best win is Kentucky. Missouri has one of those two less quad one wins wins or losses outside of quad one including a quad three loss playing in a weaker conference i don't for the life of me I, I don't know how you look at texas a&m and missouri and say yeah you're the same seed as michigan state who just lost to ohio state in the big 10 tournament makes
0: zero sense to me and it, you're loaded for bear I, you I, need to go on there with uh wally zerbiak
3: give, give like any other team that doesn't have tom izzo coaching them that same exact record and resume and they're not a seventh seed
2: if they win, they play a two seed in the second round.
3: Correct. Arizona would be Missouri's next opponent, most likely, if they were to beat Utah State, unless Arizona State were to get upset. But I don't
2: see that happening. Well, Illinois got in. Yep. <laughs> they, on, they did. They on. It's
0: a it's a big hate region for Missouri fans. Illinois playing Arkansas, and then the winner of that gets Rock Chalk.
3: Yeah, yeah. Rock Chalk can roll. Will roll anybody by. A, comfortable margin, and I think Arkansas might roll Illinois. Oh, wow. Well, Arkansas should be... Yeah, Arkansas should be a thousand times better than they are. They have three first-round picks in their starting lineup, but we'll see.
2: Dickie V, have anything to say yesterday about somebody
0: that didn't get in?
3: Vandy. He's very upset about Jerry Stackhouse.
0: Was he? I was watching that show and they didn't go to him, and then I'm like, oh, I guess they're not going to go to him, even though they had been promoting it, and so I moved on. But I wanted to see...
3: They eventually went to Dickie V, and he he gave his he gave, he started moving his hands, <laughs> and he was really upset that he, that Vandy and Jerry Stackhouse. And I'm with them. I don't understand how they didn't get in. I'm sure. I don't know about
0: Jackson's I mean, upset there. about disrespect to the Southeastern Conference.
3: It's unbelievable. The Big Ten's the biggest house of cards conference. One team, I make. Oh choices. my god! Wow. Uh, yeah. One. This, is not,
0: this isn't going to go well on Balloon Party.
3: I'm just telling you that like, I, I think there's one a lot team, of six
0: one eight in that audience.
3: Uh, they they should know just as well about the problem with <laughs> Illinois. Illinois is not I mean, Illinois has been up and down all year. I'm not mad about <laughs> Illinois. They should be in. I'm mad that the Michigan State and all these like big ten teams are getting all this love. Like just because you have more teams in the tournament doesn't mean you're the better conference. Like the Big Twelve is the best conference in basketball. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Well, look at you. You came loaded for bear on this today. You really do. When it comes to college basketball, you're kinda like the guy.
3: I appreciate that. Yeah, I well, I, I mean, I, I watch all all the time, and I love Selection Sunday. I really do. I love watching all the, the players get all fired up, and I love a, a nice bracket reveal gets me going, but I just don't understand. Clip that off. I just don't understand how, uh, how a team like Michigan State with less than 20 wins is in as a seventh seed. But, hey. What uh,
0: Big do? Ten Talty says, who shouldn't have made it in the Big Ten, Jackson? That's Big Ten Talty.
3: Oh, I, I think the teams that got in uh, – should be in there. I think You're some, upset
0: about the seeding.
3: Yeah, I think some of the seeding, and I think you're <coughs> going to see that I one, maybe two of them are going to make it to the Sweet 16. I think Purdue and Indiana have a good chance of making it to the Sweet 16. Uh, maybe Northwestern, but outside of that, like Iowa's not that good. Illinois we've seen. Uh, Michigan State, again, bananas, but whatever. That's just my take. I, I, Tennessee getting a four seed, also strange to me, but what are you going to do?
0: Uh, birthday hawk says, How about the boys from what goes? How can you look them in the eye? Yeah, I think <laughs> Rutgers is actually hawk.
3: deserving. I think they were kind of a snub. I think Van. You want everybody in the tournament. Uh no. Unfortunately that's just not how it works. But yeah, I think that like a team Texas A and M was disrespected really bad with a seventh seed. I think they're way better than a seventh seed. But hey, we'll just have to see uh, if the ball falls in the hoop for some of these clubs.
0: Uh, you are welcome to give your thoughts. 314-881-TMA5. You're welcome to call in 636 tma And you're welcome to email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It is the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour at Munganass. They service all makes and models regardless if you bought from them, uh, you can order your new car today. Just go to stlouisacury.com or altontoyota.com, and you are welcome to call or text the secret number, 314-252-0000. That's 314-252-0029. And that number takes you directly to Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, and the great Jamie Burkhardt. You can either call or text and work with Munganast, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour, and the sponsor of the Munganast Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Scotty Scheffler is an absolute machine, and I guess because he has... You know, I don't think he necessarily has no personality. He just isn't interested in engaging in any of the crap. And in 2023, that makes him, I think, super unmarketable, even though he's just rock solid and seems like a very likable guy. But he just, I mean, he could have won last week at Bay Hill. He won the waste management. He wins and makes their zero drama yesterday. Did either you or Doug have uh, Scotty Scheffler? Like I believe Doug did. No. Oh, did he really? Doug did not. All right, Jackson. Did he? Uh, You have oh, the roster no, Doug
3: I did. He did. Oh, no, Doug did. Yeah, he got either. rid of Shoffley. I'm confused. Sorry, uh, Doug. Unfortunately, had Rory instead of Shoffley. Rory. Did Rory
0: not. did not make the cut, right?
3: No, he did not. Also, Kim, uh, who shot a tidy little nine over on Thursday and Friday, uh, so that didn't get him in. But he did have the winner, Scotty Shoffler. Doug finishes with 352 points. Iggy featured a roster that only had one miscut, that would have been Keegan Bradley. Yeah, with a nice. Rough second round. Uh oh, Keegan yeah.
0: Bradley's about to take some shrapnel. Nice quad,
2: quad. Mm.
3: Yeah, that was no good. But he, but Iggy t- did have Victor Hovland and Terrell Hatton, uh, third, and, second, and third place finishers. So Iggy finishes with 485 and a half points, cashing ten dollars by the way, and taking another week as he wins the players with 485 and a half points.
0: Iggy, you ship it again? Yeah. I, I'm
2: tired of the only one winning money for the kids. I mean, come on. <laughs> I got to win just to pick up Doug's losses.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still a net zero gain for anybody. No you way. Know, yeah, knows.
2: I mean, I got to win just to break even because he sucks. He had the winner, and I beat him, <laughs> him by hundred points.
3: Yeah, more than that.
2: Hmm. What a shipping. Yeah. Yeah. could have really done well. If I would, if I were to replace Keegs with my boy minwu uh, minwu Min-woo. i'd have probably won 100 bucks so i replaced a missed cut with a guy that finished sixth but what are you gonna do he's played well here before he started out two under and he got it to four under and then i'm just gonna make a bogey a bogey a quad and then miss the cut
0: the actual correct uh play this is a case where you uh, don't focus on the uh result you focus on the process. Does anybody know what the correct and I will do this for thirty seconds and then move on, but uh, since we're talking daily fantasy, do you know what the correct play was, the optimal play, uh for building a roster this week? Anybody want to fire a guess? Anybody? Nurse? I got nothing. Fire I, bullet? Got nothing. I don't know. Biggie you want to fire a bullet? The optimal play? I mean what the your... optimal play. Uh, the optimal the optimal play before the results. So this is this is all about strategy.
2: Well, I mean, and then and then it throw, completely
0: backfired. So I'm giving you a good hint.
2: I was going to say you want to throw Scheffler in there and then just uh, load up with some sevens and eights. Because all no, the optimal optimal guys plays what?
0: Because he was super low owned for his skill was John Rahm. But then when he withdrew, he was only owned by I believe 14.8 percent. And that's where the ownership projections were. And so, if you can get ROM at 14.8% ownership, that's you—you you absolutely load that up all day long, um, and that. Just I mean he withdrew from the field. Uh, what uh, before the second round, if I'm not mistaken, he did play on Friday or Thursday, but then he withdrew. So it was one of those things where it just kind of blows up, and there's not a whole lot you can do. But uh, to get John Rom at 14% ownership is uh, that is incredibly, incredibly rare. Uh, you are welcome to get involved on the program. What I was saying before we uh, segued into a wide variety of other topics is. You don't know what time Missouri will play if they even win in the first round but there is a chance they are playing at around the same time especially since they're in the Sacramento region and the way that these pods work usually is Greensboro another host again
3: uh they hosted the ACC tournament I'm not sure if they're hosting a
0: game. Oftentimes they host uh either way one of the one of on uh, in the eastern time zone gets this Trying to think if it's one o'clock St. Louis time. Either way, it's the first game and it's the first team that goes into the Sweet 16. Well, as you can imagine, they don't then say, all right, let's wait around for another, uh, you know, four hours before we play. They will have back to back. So you can cross off that pod as being a late game. So then at that point, there is only one other that could be early in the day and perhaps it's Sacramento, but. I wouldn't necessarily think that's likely, and so, getting to that point, there can only be four, because two will come from each of the Sweet 16, four times two, eight, and then they will do four times two, eight on Sunday. Why is any of this relevant? We're super in the weeds, because you could have the Dogs playing, the Battle Hawks playing, and Missouri playing in the NCAA tournament all at the exact same time on Saturday. Mm. That is a real thing.
3: Mm. God, that would be the mecca. Yeah, Greensboro does host. Uh, they're hosting. They have a pod uh, headlined by Kentucky, Kansas State, and
0: Iowa State. So, in uh, and, and what Miller Kentucky, and Kansas State can play in the second round, right? That's uh, Kentucky, what that would be. Yeah,
3: Kentucky and Kansas State is the likely uh, second round matchup there.
0: So I would tell you, if I had to wager, that Greensboro and Kentucky and K State will be the the game that leads things off on Saturday's coverage. And then yeah. Greensboro, whoever else would be in that uh, pod, will be the second game. And um, and what other uh, regions are Thursday, Jackson? Do you have that information? And if not, don't worry about it.
3: Uh, yeah, we got Orlando's going to be hosting Thursday. Birmingham. So
0: Orlando's not going to be a late-night game. Nope, nor would be you Birmingham. I
3: mean? Yeah, Birmingham, same way. Uh, I think it's – yeah, I think it's uh,
0: – So it's Orlando, Greensboro –
3: uh, Birmingham Actually, Greensboro plays on Friday.
0: Oh, well, then there you go. Then you take that out. Yeah. So uh, Sacramento,
3: Orlando, Birmingham, and I believe Des Moines are all on Thursday.
0: Okay. So then most likely Birmingham and Orlando are the early games on Saturday. Right. If that information is correct. Because Sacramento is means...
3: getting the early game Thursday. Like Missouri plays early on Thursday.
0: Right, I understand that, but I'm talking about for Saturday. If I did, if I misspoke, I apologize. No, I thought the point on all of it, it is 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 that there is a very good chance that again Missouri has to win, which is by no means a lock. But Missouri, the Battle Hawks, and the Dogs could all be playing at the same time.
3: Mm. Mm. Well, that's a you know, real thing. Our, my focus will be, but uh, yeah, I think Missouri would be the odd man out, unfortunately, in that uh, equation. Given the past two weeks and what we've seen, I think there's more hype for the too two. Now, I think around the region in general, like if you include all of Missouri and, you know, I think you get more focus on that. But St. Louis-centric, I think it would be uh, the Dogs and the Battlehawks both playing on their home turf on Saturday. They can
2: just bring a phone with them and watch the game.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I don't think somebody's going to miss a game. Ah, I'm not going to miss the game. I'm going to sit home and watch Mizzou. Just watch it from their
0: seats and wherever.
3: That'll be me. I will be that guy. Uh,
0: good morning. My gambling service, a legit one, uh, for best opening bets in the tournament had two units on Missouri at plus two. That's from the Birthday Hawk. That's got to give you some uh, reassurance, Jackson.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I've, Utah State can shoot the rock, but uh, Mountain West team hasn't really played against a lot of heavy hitters this season, but they have a, they're have they a good team. Don't get me wrong. Ryan Notham's coached them up well, but... Uh, you know Missouri is a, is a tough team to prepare for because they play differently than pretty much any other team in the country. So you never know. I mean, they gave Alabama a hell of a game on Saturday and even playing terribly, you know so it'll, it, I think they're hitting their stride at the moment. so I, I, I'm actually pretty bullish.
0: You could have uh, Kansas and Illinois playing at the, at the exact same time as well. How about mm, that?
3: Man, God, that is <laughs> this is insanity. Yeah. God, I love March. I love March. <laughs>
0: Wow, Jackson is Jackson's experiencing climax on the air for his 25th birthday.
3: Yep, I couldn't be in a better spot. Couldn't be in a better spot, and I'm really glad Missouri beat Tennessee. Otherwise, we're staring directly into an eight seed. It would have been an absolute eight seed, and it would have been rough.
0: Had to play. Would have been in the Houston or Purdue region. Would it be my guess?
3: Yeah, it'd actually be fine to play Houston at the moment, depending on if Marcus Sasser is healthy. Because if he's not, they're in trouble. But uh, Purdue has a nice 7'4", Zach Eadie, and I don't know how he handle that. So
0: Yeah, that might be problematic for the Fighting Tigers and the size issues. Uh, why hasn't Iggy taken over the show saying how much he hates sports? That's from Suckboy Tony of Soulard. I don't understand the text, Suckboy Tony of Soulard. I don't either. Uh, dogs, Battlehawks, and Mizzou all on at once. Downtown is going to be an absolute pony. It'll be a bad day to be an insulin pen or a catalytic converter. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, who I imagine is in the parking lot right now, even though the conditions are not optimal yeah, for a trike.
3: Yeah, he's out there. He's like a unicycle today.
2: Yeah, they brought the uh, they brought the crime a little bit away from downtown this weekend. They only broke into 50 cards uh, for people who were at the pageant Saturday night. They just broke into 50 what cards. What was going on
0: at the pageant, again?
2: Uh, I think a concert. Bush? No, Story of the Year was there. And i that's where I parked last time I was there, for Bush. Um, you park over there by the uh, metro. And that's where 50 cars got smashed. Windows broken, and they broke into 50 cars. Mm. Just sad.
1: I haven't gotten at the pageant before at a concert came out. Really? Two in the morning, window just annihilated. That sucks. Yeah. Anything taken? Nope. Rifled through everything, didn't even take any loose change. I hear they're looking for weapons. Yeah, I hear that. Because they know people... Really? That's what it's about? Because people are going into the concert venue, aren't going to be able to take them in, so they leave them in the glove box under the seat, so they do a quick smash and look around, and if they don't find it, they just move on. Because I had some stuff in there that they could have taken, but... Yeah, when I took it in to get it looked at, they said, yeah, down there by the pageant, they're looking for guns.
2: Yeah, I was talking to Liv from um, 105.7 The Point because she was there. And I asked her, I said, hopefully your car was okay. And she goes, this is amazing. My car was in the middle of all of these broken-in cars and nothing. Every car next to me, behind me, windows smashed, and my car just, they did nothing to it.
1: And it was at that metro station? That's where they got them?
2: Yeah, that's where you, if, if it gets if it's a sold out concert, you gotta pretty much park back there. Yeah.
0: Uh, Chief of the Hotel. This is a new name, Jackson. Did you uh, do a recent edit on names in the yeah. engineer design facility text inbox? I can't. Chief it, of the Hotel. <laughs>
3: people are changing their name way too frivolously, like just like on a. Whim. Are people
0: able to change their names themselves? No. Or do you have to do it?
3: No, a request has to come in, and then I have to see it and want to give it. Like Harrison's brother, Master, constantly asks for a new name. Like, <laughs> I refuse. You have to stick with that stupid ass name.
0: Does Iggy want to talk about why... This is from Chief of the Hotel. Does Iggy want to talk about why he officially left the fan page? Is he waiting for another former Blues player to beg for him to come back? I actually texted Iggy yesterday, and I was like, oh, crap, something must have happened. And, you know, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not monitoring it. And uh, I know, Jackson, uh, you do monitor it very closely. But yep. I was like, oh, crap, what happened that got Iggy to leave but uh iggy you uh, you can give your uh, explanation here what you told me yeah i
2: have no no intention of bringing it up i don't know how people know i wasn't
0: on there what are you searching for me oh look iggy <laughs> left i don't care I, I was tagged in something that you were tagged in and then i went there and then i saw that you show up in like the gray shade when somebody's not a member of a page. Oh. And then I thought, okay, maybe this is not right. And then I looked and I saw, oh, you have left the page. So that's when I texted you yesterday afternoon. No, no big deal.
2: It's just, I mean, I I get tired of when I look at my Facebook page and there's like a thousand posts. And I know people say, oh, you just scroll by them. I can't scroll by them because there's like a thousand of them on my Facebook page. So I miss a lot of the things I'm looking for from friends because it's just, oh my God, another one. And so I got rid of that. And I also, I left the Golf Rival community page, too.
0: I oh, my God. I now that actually is a bigger deal than I me. couldn't
2: put up with that because the, between the fan page and that, I mean, my entire timeline is just filled with posts from there. So I just said, ah, let's get rid of that one, too. Now I can actually see some posts that maybe I want to see. So
0: no big deal. I'm just trying to clean up my timeline a little bit.
3: Do you ever see a reappearance in the future?
0: Yeah. Which one are you more likely to return to? I'd say the TMA fan page. I think that's a lock, actually.
2: No, I really don't. The last time I was off there, I didn't really miss it. I don't care. There's really nothing I need to do. And you only came back because Cam requested it. That is the only reason. There you go. And we won't have to worry about that, so.
3: Well, if Jamie Rivers asks.
2: (laughs) I don't think
0: Jamie Rivers is on the fan page.
2: We can, we can, yeah, let get him on. I would say that,
0: on. that with a great deal of confidence. Yeah. Well, Jamie Rivers would not, would not put up with that I can that pretty stuff.
2: much guarantee you know, the fan yeah, page. Well, yeah, that's a lot,
3: but uh, he can still ask you to come back.
2: <laughs> well, it's just there's no reason to ask, and I'm not going to—now it's going to be the textures. Oh, just begging to come back. No,
0: I didn't say anything. I didn't say I was gone. <laughs> I'm not going to say— That it is true. It I, I texted Iggy. Yeah. I was, but I, what I thought is something happened— and I didn't see it, and we had, like, some guy running, you know, <laughs> running running you off. Yeah. That's, what I, that's, a, oh. that's what I thought happened, and I'm like, oh, crap, what did I miss? No, nobody's
2: going to run me off. I just, I, there's there's too many. There's just too many posts. I mean, and I got out just in time, because so I guarantee you, I, obviously I can't see it. There has to be 500 cacaw posts. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, it was cacaw heavy yesterday.
2: Cacaw and dogs post, I mean, just my God.
3: Well, what do you want it to be?
1: No, you, I
2: don't care. Do what you want. I'm just going to, I don't yeah, have to follow it anymore. I
3: think that's the healthy way they go about it, actually.
2: No, it's really nothing about healthy. It's just I, I can't see it all. I mean, I swear to God, I get up in the morning and I look and, okay, my timeline, not the fan page, my timeline, fan page, fan page, fan page, golf rival, fan page, fan page, fan page. What? What? <laughs> There's too many.
3: Well, to, like, for me, personally, like, you could just change the name of Facebook to the TMA fans Page because that's the only thing I ever use it for. Like, people my age aren't posting on Facebook anything. Well, I think that's the difference. I think that's the difference is there's things on Facebook you want to see. I have no interest in seeing anything on Facebook outside of what goes on in the TMA fans. Yeah, page. Yeah,
2: us olds, you know, we just post our food and <laughs> wish people a happy birthday.
3: Check-in. I remember check-in used to be a big thing. Yeah, Like,
2: poke, at dinner here. Poke. No, and I— <laughs> No, there's just some people. But I just, I, could, I got tired of it. It wasn't so much tired of the fan page, just too many posts. Um, but there were some people, there's one girl that gets on all the time, all she does is bitch about her coworkers <laughs> and how good she is. I'm tired of doing all the work. And I, I get my boss, who doesn't know anything, trying to tell me what to do. I'm the best there is in his company and uh, blah, blah, blah. I said, goodbye to you. I don't want to see your crap. People that change their profile picture five times a week you like this one? Please tell me I'm beautiful. You're gone. I just, I can't take it anymore.
0: Uh, Adam Barry is in the YouTube chat with uh, 221 friends of the feather, and he says, you could have just adjusted settings to snooze and see less from those pages instead of le- leaving them, boomer. That's from Adam Barry in the YouTube chat. Well, I don't know how to Barry. do that. I'm not going to
2: worry about oh, it. You no, know, I don't want to leave. A, it's a really me simple check... menu. Well, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you can snooze you don't see so many but, but what is it don't see so many so to be cut from a thousand to five hundred it's, it's, it's no big deal here. i just you know i don't have
0: to see him anymore but you can just click on follow and then still have the access to them if you whenever you do want to see him. if if the if the issue really is clogging your feed that would take care of it within probably five seconds well it like is for problems. like literally i don't care Okay. Fair enough. There it is. <laughs> We've tended to it. <laughs>
3: I can't wait till you come back. I'm counting down the hours. <laughs> well,
0: it won't be so. Will Iggy be back by April 30th?
3: Yeah, for the start of the J Junior uh, fan page. Oh yeah. I'd have to the Michelob
0: Ultra Jennings Randolph Junior Fan Pin Club Championship.
3: Yeah, I'd say I. Uh, I don't know. Now, when the Dogs and Battlehawks are in season, I don't see Iggy being back on the fan page.
0: <laughs> and the Cardinals? Yeah. My goodness.
3: Yeah. Jordan Walker takes will probably bother you. Yeah, I think uh, maybe this is a, a whole summer free of the fan page. Summer of Iggy. Summer of Iggy, yeah. It's completely independent <laughs> from internet friends.
0: Uh, you are welcome to give your thoughts, text in, call in, email in. And Tom Hart, who is on the call of the Dogs, or excuse me, the Battlehawks, uh, yesterday is going to join us coming up at eight we're gonna have the colonel presented by james carlton of the carlton state farm insurance agency joining us uh at about nine o'clock uh and then of course the design air heating and cooling email of the day the morning after at inside stl.com send your emails in and you can be a friend of the feather iggy would you like to tell people about brush creek valley farms and delicious treats
2: i would love to tim i had a brush Creek nice. friday You know, you don't have to wait until it warms up to grill. I mean, it was only like 40 degrees on Friday. If I threw a ribeye on there with a lobster tail, God, it was tremendous. Uh, But it is the most wonderful time of the year. The warmer weather right around the corner, March Madness, Cardinal Baseball, more importantly, grilling season. Brush Creek Valley Farms has teamed up with us to create the TMA box for our listeners to purchase for this grilling season. The TMA box contains pasture-raised ribeyes, sirloins, fillets, and pork chop, each cut as thick as the day is long. That's not enough. Every item that they sell doesn't contain any added hormones or antibiotics to ensure our walruses are well-fed with the best quality cuts of meat. So here's what you do. Go to BrushCreekValley.com and search TMA at the top of the homepage, and you will be directed straight to the TMA box and automatically receive 10% off you. don't have to go, oh, I better put in TMA. You don't have to do anything. Just click on it, and you automatically get 10% off the TMA meat box. But if you prefer to build your own, you may, ah, I just want a few fillets. I don't want the pork chops, but I want a porterhouse. Uh, I think I want three rib eyes. You can build your own box. All you got to do is put in TMA 10 at checkout for 10% off that order. So support a local family farm and go to BrushCreekValley.com to order your TMA box or build your own box and have great tasting beef and pork delivered straight to your door. Brush Creek Valley Farms, high quality meats for a low Bra audience located in Cuba,
0: Missouri. So support your local
2: farmers. Add some of that There last you night. go. Of those-
0: Jackson, I noticed you were over by uh, the YouTube station near KG in O-Town while he was doing his Brush Creek Valley Farms. What's going on? Tell me what's going on. I want to know. I need to know.
3: All is good. I am. Uh, I was just adjusting the break coming up here so that we have a little bit longer um, you know, to operate, and I didn't want KG to have to worry about that. I told him that when he was running the board, I said, I'm going to be right here for you, baby. And if anything oh, my goes, gosh. If anything goes south, or you have any questions, I'm right here to help you out. There's nothing to worry about, you're gonna be great. And so I was just alleviating any stress going into the break, and uh, now we're we're good as gold.
0: God bless America. What, what, what? I was worried that there was something wrong with my feet. Is my Dude, feet
3: okay? Feet is hot, Tim, that feet is hot. Is it? Yeah, it's real
0: hot. I didn't go to PGA today, so I am at, I, I'm outdoors at my uh, home, and I clicked on to connect with Jackson at 6.30, And, Jackson, you said you heard wind, and I looked at the trees, and I go, there isn't any wind, and I'm incredibly concerned that you hear wind. Do you hear wind on the broadcast? Because, Iggy, you'd be able to score today. There is no wind in South Florida at the moment.
3: Yeah, no, I don't hear anything. I mean, I kind of picked it up. I just think it was general, you know, kind of the sound you kind of get when someone— General horseplay? Yeah, it's general horseplay, mazel tov, nonetheless. Totally just, you (laughs) know— Just b- benign sounds that just come from being remote, and then as soon as we started talking, I no longer heard it and just heard some wonderful birds chirping, which gives a nice mm. natural sound. Uh, that I really enjoy. I really I've been enjoy
2: using it. that on my on my uh, white uh, noise machine. There's one setting on that has just little not not quack quack not loud birds, but little birds chirping with a little uh, brook. Babbling, babbling brook, babbling in the background with little waterfall and little birds. Kind of like that.
0: I'm straight white noise. Hmm. Like 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 a. I don't even know if I would call it whirring. It's it's just like a constant white noise sound. Kind of sounds. And like I've a been fan. using it for years.
2: Does it Kind of sound like a fan.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's probably that's probably the best analogy.
3: Hmm. I'm total silence. Just. Just nothing but me and my thoughts. And I don't think light. I
0: could sleep in total silence that <sighs> can you get kind of addicted to your program for right. the white noise thing.
3: Yeah, that's like Pavlovian. Pavlov's dog, you know, you hear the white noise, you get tired. Um, but for me I just I just sleep flat on my face with nothing but my thoughts. <laughs>
2: Ugh. I always have a fan on, but now that I have the white noise machine I got all different kind of settings, so uh, I have the white noise, it sounds like it's supposed to be uh, raining, like a rainfall. Yeah. yeah. But it just sounds. it sounds like a fan. It doesn't sound like raindrops it sounds like a fan so i can turn that on instead of the fan but yeah it's the best 29 bucks i ever spent at amazon
0: god bless america i see this uh, text from flip wilson took my pregnant wife to andrea's over the weekend she wanted to order the whole menu max and the staff had some choice meats we put in our mouths uh that is andrea's uh you can get that delicious steak sauce or now the barbecue sauce i don't know what he's putting in that stuff but it is so good. You can get it at andreas dot com. Of course, you can visit the steakhouse. Uh, and if you want the barbecue sauce, get it at andreas dot com, the steak sauce or at uh, your local Deerbergs or schnooks stores for real. I have I'm irritated with myself because I was thinking about doing it, bringing some down uh, with me while we are uh, in Jupiter and I neglected to do so and I am missing it. I love that barbecue sauce. He has got something on his hands with that because it is phenomenal. I have no, and really this live read is supposed to be more about the the restaurant. I don't think he really cares, but Every time I think of Andrea's, I now I think of the barbecue sauce, and it's probably the thing that they're third most famous for at this moment, which of course is the original restaurant and the steak sauce. But uh, that barbecue sauce is legit. It's brand new. Get it at Andrea's.com or uh, check it out at schnooks or Deerberg's. Jackson, were you saying something? Egg, hey, were you saying the keg? Is know what time were you saying something? Was my nurse saying something? I, I was I heard just saying, somebody.
3: I was enjoying some of that Brush Creek Valley Farms meat uh, yesterday. The family was over, and I was. I was dipping it in the Andrea's barbecue sauce, and I was
0: feeling oh, like a Bill.
3: I was feeling like a king, Tim. That's what I was feeling like.
0: Oh, Bill. It is absolutely choice. It is Andrea's Sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour is Mung. And ask and altontoyota.com. Compete to be the TMA listener of the month. Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. You can be the Borch listener of the month by going to tmastl.com. Beer Cats shipped it in January. Natty Nate in the month of February. Who will win it in the month of March? It can be you. Go to TMA STL. Dot com and submit your application. It can be brief with an asinine picture. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not a real thorough process. TMASTL.com, TMA Listener of the Month, brought to you by Milagro Tequila. We will close out our Mungan S. St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, and come back with the appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. We really haven't talked about the dogs much, haven't really even talked about the NCAA tournament all that much relatively speaking. KG and O-Town is on the board. Doug is out today. Plowhawk is vacationing in the Hamptons. Uh, KG and O-Town on the board. Jackson in Doug's chair. Ken Strode in his normal chair. Me in my normal chair. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.